Hi, everybody. This is Alan Fine, and I'm here with John Wagner, the founder and chairman of American Queen Voyages. We are going to talk about river cruising, and then coastal cruising, and then Alaska cruising. We're on Ocean Victory. This is uh, a, 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 a VIP trip to position it in Vancouver for its first sailing, and this is Insider Travel Report. John, thanks for talking to us. Yeah, my pleasure, Alan. I always enjoy being interviewed by you. Well, thank you, and I enjoy the it's reciprocal. <laughs> Good. Um, so in a moment, we're going to take you for a, a tour of the whole ship, but let's first talk about American Queen Voyages and the diversification of product going from rivers to where we are now. Yeah, so it was um, it was a step-by-step, as you know. I mean, it was American Queen first with the rivers. Which oh, I thought was it. Which I thought and, was it. And then look, but where, it we are, but look right. where we are. Ten years later, I might add, seven boats. Um, but, you know, when we bought the American Empress, we diversified the Pacific Northwest. And then with the Ocean Navigator, um, Ocean Voyager, uh, it was Great Lakes, but it was also Eastern Seaboard in Mexico. And, um, which was amazing then. I'm like, wow, which amazing. wow they're expanding. Yeah, we're expanding. Um, but, you know, I always wanted to come to Alaska. We've been working on it for several years. I think we signed the contract with Niels Eric um, with Sunstone Ships over four years ago. So it's been something in the making. And here we are today, finally, on our first trip. Wasn't it connected with the, uh, the, the it, it, what was Victory 1 and yeah, 2? It was connected. It was loosely connected. But when Niels Eric owned the Victory 1 and Victory 2, right. he had plans to expand to Alaska. Uh, he was going to build 10 ships, and so I think this is ship number four. And so we signed a charter agreement, you know, to take it only for six months. Albatross has the other six months, which works out ideally for us because Alaska for us is a prime season. We only have to fill the 14 trips, and we are good to go. Less than 3,000 passengers, and we're 100% full. You ready to show them everything? Yeah, absolutely. It's a gorgeous ship. You'll see a lot Let's of go. amenities for a 200-passenger vessel. So very excited to give you the grand tour. So Let's go. Let's go.
fun. So here we are, we're down on deck three. We are in the mud room. So let me walk you through. So this is where we get ready when you get ready to go on one of your exp expeditions, whether it's kayak or whether it's a Zodiac, uh, you come in here, you can see this is room 628. So you can hang your stuff up. You'll have your life jacket, any rain gear and everything else. Uh, again, as we talked about with sustainability, a chance to fill up your American Queen Voyages water bottle. Uh, no plastics on board. We uh, try and recycle everything. Yep. You'll take your boots, your rain gear, everything else. Uh, you'll put it on here and then we'll go back to the hangar. So this is our hangar deck. So as you can see, about 20 kayaks, both singles and doubles. Uh, this door is a hydraulic door that folds down. So during our operations, uh, we have a special dock that we launch right here for the kayaks. All your life jackets, um, your vests, and uh, here's a two-person kayak here, a single-person kayak. So this is where you board the ship. Our gangway is right here. We walk through our metal detector, as always. Uh, what you see right here is expedition reception on both sides. So as you sign up for our trips, such as our shore excursions and everything else, a couple of our Cal Poly grads and expedition leaders, um, and so you sign in here and then you'll go right up to the purser station. So this is our purser's lobby. This is where you surrender your passport, you check in, you get your keys. And so this deck is a very busy deck. So let's walk over and we'll check out a couple of things. Here's our library. Uh, with the nice thing is you can look at books on Alaska, um, on birds. Um, there's novels over there. Um, a couple of things that we always said, you'll see in several of the rooms, microscopes. As we talked about, we're all about science, continued learning. So a microscope here, computer workstation, nice big windows, and a place to sit and relax. So you can see this is set up very similar to uh, an upscale classroom. You've got fixed seating. Because the boat goes in rough water, all the seats are fixed. Uh, but look at, we've got, you know, um, seven big screen TVs. I uh, gave a presentation in here yesterday, so everything will be on the TVs. A uh, lecture podium, uh, big windows, and we're gonna make a big U, but this, um, when you talk about favorite places, Alan, here, follow me through the secret passage this way, because this is a design feature that I don't think is on any other expedition cruise boat, so this is the first one. But we're gonna come through here, so these are nature viewing platforms. You can see the big hydraulic rams. You can see the control stations and the gates. So this platform folds down over the water, X bow right here, the gates come up, and when we're in whales, dolphins are underneath. You're right there by the bow and you get to see all this. There's one on both the port side and the starboard side, as well as big windows that you can look out and see the scenery and you're right above the water. One of my favorite things in the morning, as you know, I am a latte drinker. And so every vessel we have has to be equipped with a latte machine. And so you get your latte here, coffee or tea, ice water, cookies 24 hours, almost like the front porch of America, but a nice snack that you can always get during a lecture. So now follow me out. We're gonna go outside the lecture hall. As you can see, it's a great place for people to relax, laugh, have a chat, and look through the gorgeous windows. Little station set up here as our guests get ready to disembark on their shore tour. 
here and we're gonna see if our dining room is unlocked. You can see our purser station, lovely purser. <laughs> And so now we're going to stop by the gift shop. So the gift shop isn't open when you're in port, but you can see some of our AQ voyages, um, wear, memorabilia, you forget your shaving equipment, toothpaste, our special decanters, our bears for your grandchildren, and we go into our dining room. So as we walk in, you'll see it's nice, light, bright, airy, but you'll notice the big windows. So we do have single seating dining. The dining is a little bit different because in the morning and lunch it's buffet and then in the evening it's all ordering off the menu. So here's, but here's our dining room. So you'll notice the nice decor, the light bright colors. Dining room capable of seating our entire 200 guests. So Alan, I know you wanted to know, this is usually my table where I sit with the writers every evening, including you. You're gonna notice all the little amenity spaces. So number one, you know, real teak, you get to set here. Uh, this is a way to get in the infinity pool right here. We've got two hot tubs. Uh, they're draining it right now, but it was full yesterday. You've got places where you can sit outside here and relax in the sun. Here's our infinity pool. It's drained right now, but you get to hop in, have an infinity pool, another hot tub right here. An outside bar for drinks. So outside lounge here for eating, we've got a specialty restaurant right inside. And then I get to show you one of my favorite places on the entire ship. You've got your own window seat for a view of Victoria or Vancouver Harbor, uh, the seaplanes, the yachts. So this is our specialty restaurant. It's not open right now during the first trip because we have a limited load, but this will be open uh, just like always on all our boats. We try and have two dining venues. So this is our specialty restaurant up on the eighth deck and a chance to look out over the water. But Alan, check out this room right here. And so, because we're a full-on expedition ship, uh, what better place to come than to uh, oversee everything? As we talked about with our own science, uh, six microscopes here. As we said, we'd drag a plankton net, we'd get something that we'd have. Uh, you've also got telescopes there, but a chance to sit here, a bar with, with another latte machine, you can get a drink. Uh, you can see it's a great place to relax, do the morning crossword puzzle, do your wordle. Uh, the other thing is, Alan, though, uh, we have a chart table right here. So now on the chart table, you can see the full route where we cruise, all the ports we cruise to, and you can see a great view. You know, a common goal that came to say hi, wanted to be photographed, especially for you, but a great spot. Very interesting stainless steel deck lighting. Our nav lights, wings. Uh, as you know, with most bridge wings, you'll have all the different, all the same controls as in the pilot house, but it'll give you a chance. It gives a master a chance to control everything from right here and to look over the side. So as a ship's master, when you're docking, you wanna make sure you have great visibility all up and down the entire length of the ship and you get to dock from right here. 
you can see our ECDIS system, uh, radars that we have on board, uh, damage control, nav lights, uh, all our computer stuff, controls right here, bow thruster, stern thruster, forward and reverse, and uh, compass, uh, cameras, nice thing here, the slanted windows, so you don't get the glare from the sun, but a chance to look out, see everything. You can walk around in front of the bridge controls, as well as, you know, sitting on the, behind the bridge controls, as well as a spot for our cheap fences. So this is our fire damper and smoke control panel. So you can see these are all open and closed. So these are as we, everybody's seen the movie Titanic and you have the watertight doors where our bulkheads go all the way in between. And these are all watertight doors. So the master can see what he needs to control. Uh, this is where our chief engineer is. Um, you can go ahead and read anything you need to on the engines, um, as well as, again, you've got your Ectus system and everything here. Well, that, I mean, I'm out of breath. Out of breath, good. You hardly ever get out of breath, no, Alan, no, so we've been, done well. Oh, actually, wait, wait, I, that's a joke. If you are, if you are, um, your wheelchair accessible? Uh, yes, uh, plus a couple of ADA cabins, plus elevators. Uh, the only thing is, in full disclosure, uh, you do not have access to the Zodiacs and everything else. And most right. most people understand that. But what there's there are things to do. Uh, if there's an active hike, you can still be here looking through microscopes, talking to scientists. There's something for every level to do. Yep, absolutely. Uh, one of the reasons Alaska and your fondness is you are a scientist and yes. you wanted to get your school involved and make education, because uh, I was going to ask you what makes your expeditions right. different, and it's the, the education. Let's let's talk about that for a bit. Yeah, so it's the education aspect. I mean, all of us, you know, Alaska is a busy market. As always, we need to differentiate ourselves from the other vessels. So, but we wanted to go one step beyond that. You know, our guests are all about constant education, so what we really wanted to do is say what if we put real marine biologists real naturalists on and what if we even took it one step further and put professors on that we're doing active research so because i graduated from cal poly i met with dean went who you got to meet he's on board he's the dean of the school in science and mathematics that's got to make you proud it makes me very proud and you know and i'll get back to that too but um uh, so you know we have the scientists on board and so when you're in a zodiac i mean they'll talk about like yesterday we were out there and they'll you'll see a bird and to me it was a blackbird but no no that's a northern cormorant or, or here's a common muir and here's the seals and here's what we hope to see with humpback whales and bubble feeding but we'll take it one step beyond that too is that you'll have science scientists actual professors on board conducting real research with cut, cut budget cuts um, they don't have all the resources they need so th th because this is a platform that'll go all the way from Vancouver to Sitka on an 11-day trip or a 12-day trip back they can conduct research every single port along the way so even as we're sitting here in the library you can see there's a microscope up on the desk and when we go to the observation deck there's six or eight microscopes so we'll tow a plankton net we'll look at zooplankton phytoplankton um, and you'll be involved in the research whether they're researching uh, polar ice caps melting uh, polar bear uh, migration patterns you know humpback whales bubble feeding um, so active research and our guests just love it so 
And uh, research extends to sustainability, and I know that's something that's important to you, and this ship was built for that. Let's talk about what makes this ship so sustainable. Yeah, so, you know, almost all the cruise ships now um, are going to some form of sustainability. We have done that through the design of the ship, where it's got, you know, very, very green engines, where it's hybrid propulsion, uh, where we have um, uh, dynamic positioning. So, in environmental sensitive area, we don't need to anchor uh, you just push a button and it keeps you within about 10 feet you know that area uh, is you know in the showers and everything we've gone away from single-use plastic containers to bulk showers uh, we've got rid of straws swords paper cups uh, you know I like on all our boats we have hydration stations now we give you your American Queen Voyages aluminum water bottle that you get to fill up and take around so we're trying to take it very conscientiously and trying to educate our passengers especially about plastic in the ocean, uh, the damage it does. And so we're doing everything we can to make a sustainable boat, uh, educate our guests on that so they understand, you know, when they say, well, what happened to my little umbrella and my drink? Well, you don't get an umbrella anymore because it turns into trash. And then the ship, also when the the ship is maintaining its position, it's running the engine, but but it's running it solo and with the right fuels so that it's still conserving. Yep, yeah. Um, uh, Low emissions, uh, low uh, sulfur fuel, uh, as well as hybrid propulsion as well as tier four engines so i know you're not the expedition leader yes but you approve or are aware of the expedition so just give us a taste of your favorite ones that will be setting this cruise line apart yep so um the nice thing is alan on the expeditions i mean most of the expeditions uh what i'll say they're not necessarily planned and 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 that's well flexibility is expedition if something shows up you got to be ready that's it something shows up you got to be ready i mean what we really want to do is get people up up close to nature i mean uh somebody was asking me in our office the other day you know they said hey john what's the new tagline for this boat going to be and i said uh well really you know we have marine biologists on board it's full expedition we want you to get up close to nature so i said uh i think it's going to be adopt a marine biologist pet a whale and she goes oh really we get to pet a whale you know you don't get to pet a whale but i said you'll be up close and hopefully you'll see one up close but you don't get to pet a whale so no but actually um one of the things i want to make clear when we were on our zodiacs yesterday way off in the distance we saw uh uh, animals and we got close but not close enough where they looked up right because at that point you're already disturbing right Yes, or they're just, and that's a nice thing about having biologists because they talked about the eye contact, especially with harbor seals. You know, harbor seals, if you sneak up and you, 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 you don't know, but as soon as you make eye contact and look at them, they're spooked and they simply go underwater and disappear. But it's those kind of things that when you have biologists that have done real research on it, they understand that. And biologists that really, you know, respect the environment. As you know, with whale watching, I mean, we've shown that, you know, whale watching boats, um, you know, if you spook a humpback whale, they die dive deeper, stay longer, burn up more of their, you know, uh, natural reserves, uh, which inhibits, you know, uh, their migration. So we're very respectful of that. Uh, For the travel advisor watching this, um, late night entertainment 
piano music, the bar, but the real entertainment are the scientists talking about their research, not just talking about uh, the animals as, as a, just a lecture, but it's actually something that's passionate to them. So that's the entertainment on the ships when you're selling the product. You have a, you have yeah. So, and, and I was going to say, so, I mean, a lot of them are working on the, the lectures we caught uh, the last couple of days. Uh, is a PhD student that's yeah working on her thesis. Uh, hers is sound and echolocation, uh, ship movement, humpback whales on the east coast, uh, even on the west coast here with humpback whales, and um, so just you know hydrophones, echolocation, and so you get to be a part of that yeah, active research. You get to ask her questions. You get to hear about it. And it, it it's great education. I mean, and you get to help because if you spot an animal, <laughs> if you see something, say something. We've been taught that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah. So so it's, it's great. We're excited about it. Let's just wrap up with, uh, you know, we're going out to over 100,000 travel advisors. Yes. Uh, what do you want to tell them? I want to tell them that, um, look, uh, I know each of you travel advisors uh, look at a lot of ships in Alaska. But after seeing this video, hopefully you'll be as convinced as I do that it's a brand new vessel, unique, lots of amenities, less than 200 passengers, constant learning, biologists, up close to nature, and that your guests will be amazed and you'll have lots of repeat business and you'll never have a complaint and you'll enjoy selling us. And hopefully then they'll want to go to the other ships yeah, in your fleet. The other ships, absolutely. And that's one of the things you and I talked about because we think it'll be a younger demographic here. And then, you know, we'll have the metamorphosis from adventure in Alaska to the Columbian Snake River to the Great Lakes and then, you know, to the Mississippi. And we'll, we'll I can see, that. I yes. can see someone going, I want to go to Alaska. I've never yeah. thought about the uh, Mississippi. And now, now I'm thinking about now it. Now you're thinking about it. And we'll have onboard sales folks. I mean, so they get to sit down and go through staterooms, itineraries, help you pick whatever you want. You can actually book right on board for your next trip. And stay tuned because we're going to be talking to somebody who really knows uh, American Queen Voyage sales. All right. Thank you for talking. Thanks, to Alan. Us. Always a pleasure. <laughs> And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.